0: You're listening to the Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast with Jody Livingston and Chris Trent. Episode number 60.
1: But I don't want to clean the closet. Welcome to the Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast. Helping you survive and thrive in youth ministry. And now, your
0: hosts, Jody Livingston and Chris Trent. Well, hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the show today. Thanks for tuning in and listening wherever you are and wherever this finds you. Thanks for making this podcast today a part of your day. And we especially want to welcome you if you are new to the show, listening for the first time, you made it and we're glad you're here. And if you uh, just keep coming back and listening again, well, welcome. Thanks for thanks for hanging in there with us and still listening to... Uh, what follows this every week.
1: We are grateful for that. I'm grateful. I like new people. I like returning people. And this is episode number six zero, bro. Six six zero. Of course I'm only on like ten. Well, you eleven if you can way back. But uh but this is number sixty. This is like our man, I mean we've been on doing this ten ten times together. Yay, ten times. We're beating the odds. Who would have thought? (laughs) Not not me. Well, I mean, you know, I was in it from the beginning. I knew we'd do the great. It was great. Yeah. I knew we'd last. It's awesome. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So we're just a couple of average guys doing youth ministry, hanging out with teenagers when we have to. (laughs) When When we we have
1: to? (laughs) What does that mean? mean, When
0: we get to sometimes.
1: We enjoy it. That's why we still do it. That's it. We like it. It's a good job. So blessed to get yeah, to do youth ministry. I dig it still. I, absolutely. Although summer, summer, summer's freaking me out, but it's coming, you know, but it's all good. It's A lot of coming stuff. coming quick, man. It's coming yeah. quick.
0: Uh, you can find us on the Twitter sphere at Jody Livingston and at Chris Trent. And of course, over on the Facebook at the longer hall, all of the links and resources that we are going to mention today. You can go and check out at the show notes page, at com slash episode zero six zero and if you're enjoying the show uh, we would love for you to subscribe to the show so you can make sure you get each episode every week as it comes out and of course share it with somebody you know if you think they would also enjoy the show or not just share it anyway particularly if they work in youth ministry
1: so I have Jody now that you're done with all the blah 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 stuff. Okay, so <laughs> that's how I feel it's, about every that's how I feel about every podcast just for it's worth including our own. It's business. like all the stuff, all the business. I got a couple what ups. Some people call them shout outs. I'm changing that's it to what, what ups. <laughs> that's just, that, uh,
0: that's what, what you call them
1: up today. I'm call, I got some what ups, man. Uh so first of all, we have created Uh, A private, closed, not a secret, but uh, Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast group. And so, number one, if you've not joined the group yet, uh, it's just a place. We know there's like a billion youth ministry groups out there, you know, on Facebook or whatever. But what we're trying to do is just create a little small community here of folks that listen to the podcast that we can hang out with, but that also we can throw out questions to about uh, podcast things we're doing, topics we're covering, um, and where we could just really have, did you hear my ring just then? Dude, I'm sorry. I thought that I Tinker Bell? It it's Like Tinkerbell. That's uh, my ring doorbell, which is awesome by the way. Um, so yeah. Um, so no doubt about it, man. Um, we've got this group and sorry, I totally got distracted there. My ADD kicked in. Uh, if you're not joined, man, join, come on, be a part, but we've got some great new people hanging out. And so my first one up is the, is, it's a small group at this point. There's not a ton of people. What? Because we just started it. Because we just started it. But and it has been a secret. Yeah, I mean we've not been. No one knew about it. about it. Yeah, unless you listen to the last podcast. But uh, we've got some. We got some folks, man. Like Kevin and Lindsay and Melissa and Adam and Jonathan and Danny and Steph and Jonathan and Michael and Benjamin and Derek and Caleb and Lee and Higgy a.k.a. Philip Picklebotham, And uh, Jody, you joined as well, so thank you for that. And uh, I do what I can. (laughs) So what's up, new group people? And uh, we're super pumped you guys are hanging out with us. But I also have another what up to share. And uh, you know what? I'm changing it back to to shout outs. I don't like what up anymore. It sounds dumb. So I have a shout
0: out. We're trying too hard.
1: Yeah. Um, Felicia Jackson, what's up? Got a great email from Felicia. And uh, appreciate your encouragement. Thanks for listening. And uh, kudos to you and your hubby for doing youth ministry and sticking with it and pressing through. Keep up the great work, man. And uh, we ended up having a conversation on the phone, just talking through a couple things. And and uh, they're doing a great job there. So shout out there, Felicia. Keep up the great work. And what up, hubby? Uh, hope you're doing well also, man. So y'all keep, up, keep it up. Stay at it. So things going well? Yeah, man. I've been gone all week uh, to a uh, staff retreat. Our ministerial, some of the folks on our ministerial staff get together every year and do a little retreat, and which is a huge blessing. And so we've been uh, off this week. And so, yeah, man, feeling refreshed, which is pretty cool. And it's been good, man. Got to get now back get, in it, though, man. Got to get back, back after the real world. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, everything's coming. Youth ministry is coming. You know, interns, uh, we're doing it. The, today's episode is all about interns. Uh, all of our interns show up tomorrow. And uh, so gearing up, man, ready to, uh, I say all of them. We've got two this summer. And just super pumped about about everything that's going to happen, man. So it's going to be good. Sweet. You all right? Things good for Yeah, you? man.
0: Had a good meeting. We uh, met with our leaders last night. Went over again, just kind of final stuff heading into the summer, and uh, it's coming.
1: We got a lot going it's on. It's so, good, man. It's. I mean, you know, listen. At the end of the day, Jody, I know you get this. I mean, we have to. As busy as it all is, dude, we have to remember what a phenomenal opportunity to invest in kids in the summertime. Oh yeah, I mean, Absolutely. we have to. We have to keep that in mind. I mean, we more uninterrupted time with them. And really, a lot of a lot of what we do in the summer can really set up the rest of the year, you know, in terms of just building momentum and especially the relationship part of that. so it's good, man. yeah, it's good stuff. totally yeah, I am a little so, depressed I, I will tell I'm a little depressed and not to get you know too personal here, but you're going to
0: ruin the podcast off
1: the front. My wife is leaving tomorrow to go to Disney World without me. And so, <laughs> you know, I'm just, she probably isn't going to listen to the episode. She's, she listened to the first like seven or eight episodes as a good supportive wife, but uh, that's funny. She's going without me. What's funny about that? I can't, there's nothing funny. I, I'm, I'm in, I'm in mourning. I'm depressed and and so I'm a little, I'm, I don't know, man. I'm just, you know, she's going to send you pictures all week. She probably will. She probably will. She does Disney travel. Uh but uh, she does Disney travel and so she's going down there really is kind of a business type thing but <sighs> you know you had your staff retreat now she gets here well she was with me on the staff retreat so
0: yeah but she wasn't really like
1: she was just there participating
0: yeah
1: actually I'm super so. pumped for her so she's good at what she does so it's all good mm-hmm. although I wish I was going with her to Disney World because I love the pictures. I'm sure, the the pictures. I'm sure she'll send Disney phenomenal World. pictures. Yeah, she'll well, send phenomenal pictures. All
0: right. So, yeah, we're talking it. interns today. Interns. Uh, this, was pumped. A, this was a topic that we kind of mentioned doing an episode in again. And then we actually threw that out to the Facebook group there and said, hey, we're going to do an episode on interns. What kind of questions do you have? Yeah, so we got a few of those we're going to hit up at the end. Yeah, yeah those up as we go at the end here. Um, so, it's helpful. And so, let me say this out the front what we're going to try to do we'll see if it happens or not but is um, kind of give you some uh, helpful tips do's and don'ts on internships kind of a 101 youth ministry interns 101 kind of thing and even if you find yourself in a position where you like can't do paid intern that is i mean i think that's most most of us are uh, in youth ministry or in that kind of that world that's okay cuz we're going to we're going to talk about that too Yep. I've got an idea for you. So, yeah. You good? You ready to yeah, jump in? Right, let's jump in. All right. Here we go. And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. Okay. So let's do this. Can we, let's do it this way. Because uh, were, were you an intern? Do you ever? Yeah, yeah. So, so maybe, I maybe let me talk about because I was not. I started out. I should have. I, I I sometimes, a lot of times, wish that I would have been, um, but I wasn't. So I have only kind of supervised interns. Um, so why don't why don't we start out and you kind of talk about what that was like for you, kind of that backstory experience a little, and how that has played forward.
1: Yeah. So I'm, I'm and a lot of times, and I say this, I'm a product of, of being mentored. I'm a product of mentors, but I'm also a product of being an intern. Uh, so when I landed, uh, when I graduated high school and went off to college, I landed over at the, uh, what used to be mobile college. It's the university of mobile now, big time name change. Uh, but, uh, when I got there to mobile, was incredibly green man like knew i wanted to do ministry but i'd only been saved like for a couple years and didn't know a lot about the church and didn't really you know i know wanted to work at the church but didn't really know what that meant and uh so my early my sophomore year um my first year i I did i did some traveling with a ministry group a, a drama team and My second year, though, early in the year, um, and I'd gotten involved at First Baptist North Mobile there, and an internship opened up, and so I went and applied, and they said no. And so <laughs> true stories, but no things. Yeah. They said no. So it was first Maps North mobile and they said no. Cause I applied for the uh, youth ministry internship and they said no. And they said, you're going to stink at this. So yeah, no. about a week or two later though, I got a call from the minister of education and he was responsible for all admin administrative type stuff slash education type stuff. And he said, Hey man, listen, we want to make a couple shifts here. And my intern's actually going to move over to youth ministry position. How about you come and work for me as, as my intern? And little did I know how much I needed that at the time. And so, so I went on, it was like a 20 hour a week job and dude, I think we got paid like 50 bucks. I'm not kidding, like 50 bucks a week to do this. Nice. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, so I started there and I ended up being an intern for three years. Uh, with, with that church and eventually moved over into the youth ministry internship as well. But for me, it was, it was such an incredible opportunity of just being number one around it all. And I really did do internshipy type things where it was very, you know, clean a closet, you know, type moments where we did clean closets. I've got a scar on my knuckle where I cleared a property line and got whacked with a machete. Uh, <laughs> true story which I show to every intern like the interns when they get here they'll hear that story because I'm like look if I ask you to do something I mean listen it can get worse so uh, but <laughs> but you know but but in the midst of all the busy work of hey load this cooler kind of stuff there's also like this moment you know of uh, you're just immersed in everything and I think that's the beauty of the internship is you're sitting right. in on the you're hearing all the stories. Um, and I'm going to give you some tips here in just a few minutes as well, though, about how to use them. But, uh, yeah, man, total product, and, and so that even eventually led to when I went off to seminary, uh, two different summers, I came back and was summer, uh, was a summer intern at a couple of different churches because I just wanted to keep that, that experience going. And, uh, which also helped prepare me. So to get, you know, my first gig eventually. So, so yeah, man. Um, that's that's kind of my background there, and so I so, love it. And and, so and as had, a result, I've I've had interns from the start. Yeah, I just have worked it out. We're going to talk about that some, but uh, it, it's just been important to me to surround myself with interns as, as much as possible. So you had you so you didn't start then as a youth ministry intern. I, mean, I did you, not, you, dude. But I, yeah, I did not. I tried to, is, but I did you not. Think that was helpful. Oh, that was gold, man, for me, because literally I had to learn everything else but youth ministry. You know, you got to think about it. Here's what I think, Jody. Most of us, if we're called to youth ministry, we already kind of – there's a reason why we're called to youth ministry, and we we dig it, right? We love it. We love the idea of it. So there's going to be part of that that automatically we're kind of good at that part, G- kind of good at it at least. You know, we think we're amazing probably, but we're probably <laughs> at least kind of good, you know what I'm saying? Um because typically it's the water, what I used to call the ice chest kids. We can't do this anymore because of seatbelt laws. But you know, <laughs> it used to be that kid that would uh, literally be the kid sitting on the ice chest talking to the youth pastor the whole time. Those are the kind of kids that end up getting called to youth ministry. And so, um, so yeah, I mean it. I mean it, it. Ultimately, just sort of really ended for me just getting that opportunity to to serve that way. Yeah. That's
0: cool. That's cool. I, I think, uh, so do you think then, do you, and maybe you, maybe we're going to get to this, so if we are, then ignore it, we'll come back. But with your interns, do you make it a point to make sure they are around other staff outside of the youth ministry?
1: Yeah, I mean, so that ultimately, I think what, what the beauty for me, going back to that question you asked, just saying, I don't know that I really fully answered it, as far as being the education intern first, it put me around other staff other than youth ministry people. And it put me around other experiences other than youth ministry experiences, because what we all know now as grownups that are working in youth ministry, yeah, we get to do youth ministry, but we also have to do other stuff besides youth ministry. So therefore you need to kind of, you have to know. So literally my first boss, I mean, he taught me how to visit hospitals, right? And I mean, he took me to the hospital with him, you know, and, uh, helped with all those other non-youth ministry type events and including just the importance of how to handle adults and talk to adults and manage Sunday school teachers and all those things. So, um, but getting them around other staff, heck yeah, man, because it allows you to see the other side of that coin. Right. Right. No, I agree. I totally agree with that. That's huge. It's huge. So, so that said, you know, I imagine there are a lot of folks listening that, you know, you're thinking about, Hey mate, you know, my church is going to let me hire an intern for the summer or my church is, going to let me have an intern, you know, our youth ministry grown to the point where we're going to have an intern, you know, part of the time, you know, during the school year or something, or maybe you live near a college and you're able to afford somebody or, you know, whatever that looks like. I I just think that, I I think it's a great opportunity, number one, to really invest in someone. But the other part of that is it's also an opportunity to help you keep your head above water and not, and have somebody that's officially helping you with some of the details and but you got to work at that you know so yeah and you have to um be willing to let go of that some of that yeah i'm gonna and i'm gonna and matter of fact i've got one of the tips involves that letting go part but uh you want a few tips here can i jump into the tips yeah. Some yeah, thoughts on, into yeah so so i just jotted down a few things that i've learned over the years and and jody i'm you've had interns sure at some point right yeah we have one right now yeah good um so there's just some things I think that would be super helpful for you if you have an intern, what to do with an intern. Um, and number one would be just to allow them to lead or plan or implement some type of outing. Um, now, what I wouldn't recommend is saying, hey, D-Now's coming up Our D-Now or summer camp's coming up or our mission t- trip to Guatemala's coming up. You're in charge of that. Uh, obviously, those are your big, big events, right? And you have to do the work for those things. But if you've got an outing to Mountasia, you know, the golf place or whatever, or you've got a, hey, we're all going to do a Sunday night after church where we all go to CC's Pizza and eat pizza or something, and we're going to play a game, whatever. Allow your intern to be in charge, somewhat in charge of that event, meaning Allow them to make the phone calls. Allow them to, you know, to to the to the restaurant you're going to. Allow them to coordinate some of those details. Now, what I don't mean there is to literally just say, hey, go do it. Yeah, but to talk no. them through a checklist and kind of help them to see, hey, here's what I need you to do. Including though, even the with your youth workers, it's okay to say to the your kind of your key workers that are always looking to you, just to kind of say to them, Hey, I'm letting so and so lead, so let's help me ask him the questions or her, the questions instead. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And this could be a guy, you know, or girl, whoever, you know, and, and, um, and let them just, and let them lead an actual experience because that's where they're going to learn. Number one, but it also allows you to just get a little break from all those little smaller outings. You know, again, you can't just completely hand it over. You're still responsible. And if something goes terrible, you know um it's going to come back on you but but for you to say hey we're going to do this thing i need you to i'm going to let you lead it go make a list of all the things you got to do in order to make it happen and come back and talk to me kind of thing and then for you to go through that list with them the checkpoints or whatever and add to take away whatever man it'd be huge yeah do you
0: so do you use like, a, is there any certain system or tool that you find that it's helpful with your interns on that? Like, as far as those to dos and checklists.
1: Well, I mean, it's changed over the years, right? I mean, it uh, it's a piece of paper um, would be good. Um. <laughs> yes, yeah. <Yeah>, smart aleck. <laughs> so, uh, it, but in all seriousness, yeah, I mean, ultimately, uh, it, what I try not to do is is to implement my uh, process. I, I, I try not to make everybody stick to my process all the time. Um, right. so ultimately I'm like, dude, if you're, uh, you know, moleskin journal or person, or if you're a notebook person or if you're a phone, whatever, you know, I just need a list. Sure. I need you, I need to know you've thought through it and then that you have a way to implement what you've put on paper, including some deadlines. Yeah. Um, and I'll tell you, you know, and then that's just part of, of planning anything. Um, You know, and then just helping them through that process. So, uh, but allowing them to do that, but then also evaluating that thing afterwards. And you've heard me mention before, I do this next year list, you know, at some point you've just got to stop and go, hey, how'd it go? And then helping them to see, hey, here's some things that might could have gone different there. Yeah, Um, You know, so... So, yeah, yeah, so for, and, and giving them the limelight as much as you can. I mean, ultimately at the end of the day, you're still in charge, you know. You're still going to have to be the one that if everything's going to heck, that you're going to have to jump in and take over and rally the troops or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. but uh but giving them a little bit of leash there, I think it's huge.
0: No, that's what I was going to that's that's something I was going to say as you Well, let me back up for a minute. So one, we use a couple different things that just for my sake, more for accountability Uh, we've talked about Evernote endlessly on here. And so I love Evernote lists and Evernote, and it's easy enough to share those, uh, Google docs as well, like spreadsheets and different things. But, um, Trello, I don't know if we've ever mentioned Trello.
1: Well, Uh, and and that's what I use actually, um, in all seriousness. So in my world and, and so my interns haven't even started yet, but I made them get a Trello account, uh, two weeks ago. And they already have assignments. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Well, what I love about it is it puts, so, puts
1: everybody on the same page and you can set those
0: deadlines and you can yeah. see where things are. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so yeah. You, you, it keeps me from having to constantly, hey, how's this going? Where are we at with this? How is this? Because I, I don't have time to do that either. Um, yeah.
1: And I do, and I will say, you know, it, and it you have to you have to know who you've hired and what they can handle and not hi- and how green they are and all that. Yeah, sure. And it may be a thing where you're doing this big, you know, this big golf outing or whatever, and you you, you might not can't say, hey, go make a list. You may have to s- sit there and sit down for 20 minutes on a with a marker board and and let's brainstorm and kind of let them come up with some things, and then you add all the things they forgot as a learning experience. And then you assign these things out and, and point out, okay, here's how you make the van reservation. Here's who you talk to on staff for that. And and just go through that whole process, but ultimately it's going to lead to them experiencing how to plan something new. because gosh, man, if you've been doing this a little while, you kind of get that. But if yeah. you've not been doing this, you forget like what I mean, I remember like it was yesterday, me planning the first thing I ever like was completely in charge of where they let me do it. It was the father's day picnic at the YMCA in Mobile, Alabama. And, uh, believe me, I made some mistakes. Um, but you know, but I learned so much. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's the, the thing
0: too, that. is I think, and maybe this is one of your things, I don't know, but I try to, um, give them some areas to fail
1: safely. If that makes sure. sense. Like, yeah. And, if, and, and honestly, everything I fail. listed here, there's, you need to give them room to 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 make you know to to experience the pain you know <laughs> dropping feel the, the pain you got to feel the burn yeah so yeah no doubt yeah yeah well that's another good. part of that I think in, in in another another place where you can allow them to feed that is another another idea here is is to allow them to teach
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then uh, in some experience you know some setting whether or not that's a that could be a Sunday school class. Or whether or not that's like on a Wednesday night, whatever your opportunities are, uh, you'll have to make that adjustment according to where you're serving. Uh, But in that moment, you owe it to them to listen to them teach instead of hang out in the back of the room and talk with adults uh, or go do something else. And then on top of that, do some type of eval with them afterwards. Yeah. Or you sit down and kind of talk through here's some things. Including the little things of, hey, man, um, you are saying, um, about a billion times. You got to stop it. Or, hey, you're pacing too much. Or, hey, you are, um, your illustration, you know, whatever. Uh, just helping them. You don't have to make a carbon cut out of yourself. No, but no, But you no. do need to help them to understand. Uh, because it's rare that a, you know, young 20 year old, um, is going to automatically have, top-notch speaking skills and it takes a long time to to work on that and so but but for you to give them number one the opportunity in the summer where it's probably a safer place in the regular year to to teach at some point but then also uh doing an eval and i think a bonus there would be for you to say uh is is to make them record it yeah that's what i was gonna say we record it yeah so actually say hey set your iPhone up on a little tripod or whatever kind of thing and record that puppy and get them to watch it. Because if you watch yourself, man, dude, I in seminary, when I took my preaching class, having to watch myself, Oh my gosh. Like that was a game changer, you know, yeah, because when yeah. you see yourself, you go, wow, wow. Okay. Um, it's awkward, but, uh, but man, it, it's, uh, it'll help you a ton. I,
0: I still will do that. Um, often. I don't like Anytime I can get an audio recording, I will listen back through it. But um, if I have an opportunity occasionally to get a video recording, not always, like I would, I don't do it like on every Wednesday night or Wednesday nights, but generally I still like to go back and, and watch or listen to myself again. Cause you pick up bad habits along the way you don't even realize. And so I think for us, for our, like for my intern now, uh, especially initially, the first couple, yeah, I recorded them. We sat down, we walked through it. I helped him through the process of prep and how to put that together, and um, and then we recorded it. Had him kind of listen, self evaluate, and then we came back afterwards and kind of talked through it together.
1: Yeah, it's huge, huge, yeah, it and and you can it, so yeah. helpful. And I still do that in my life, Jody. I just think it's important that we continue to learn like that. And so when I, you know, I I don't do it. I, full disclosure, at this stage, I'm not recording like my messages very often and listening to them anymore. But if there are new speaking opportunities that come up, maybe that I'm not used to example, when I started doing training at churches and going around and speaking at like little conference type things and stuff like when I could I, and access when I could access those recordings, because that's a different type of communication. So I would listen to myself yeah. and evaluate that um, and listen, man, podcasting like I've never done podcasting before. So I've listened to every episode and some of them that we've done so far and some of them a couple times because I'm just trying to figure out. How in the world I can improve, you know, and do do a better job, uh, and so so I just listen to learn. So I think that so for you to give your intern guy or girl, uh, you know, the the benefit of that, and that that's a real gift that you could give them. Such so oh, huge, yeah.
0: it's, it's huge, and I think one that they will probably not enjoy in the moment, but appreciate very much later
1: on. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt, so, no doubt, and and, and they've got to be able to handle that. They've yeah, got to be able sure. to handle that. Um, it's just part of the deal. And so, yeah. So in the process, man, when you're thinking about interns here, I don't know, Jody, like how you, uh, hire interns, but some folks might be going, well, Hey, I'm new to youth ministry and now I'm about to hire an intern. So what does that look like? Well, first thing I would say in that another tip here, I guess when it comes to interns just to hire well, yeah. hire well, so here comes a list for you. If you want to jot these down, if you're driving, uh, don't, uh, them down, uh, that'd be bad. Or if you're running. uh, If you're running. Or or showering. Shower. So, um, okay. So hire well. Uh, Here's a couple questions to think about. What do they do while in school? So let's say you've got an intern and you're thinking, man, okay, well, I found this one college kid out there. um, And I'm thinking about they want to be my intern for the summer. Well, I'll tell you one thing I'm trying to figure out is what are they doing throughout the school year? And if all they're doing at their college is just playing, all the time and then going to football games um, and not really doing much. Another question there is where are they serving while in school? I'm not saying it's an ender for me. If they're just a normal college kid, that's not really involved at all, but it's at least a little bit of a red flag for me. If I'm thinking about hiring a ministry intern, I want somebody that's actually doing something or at least have had a job or something. But if all they've literally been doing is just living it up at school, hmm, red flag for me. Does that make sense? Is that fair? I don't know if it's fair or not, but it's, I'm being truthful. I'm just being honest with you. Yeah, that's well, there's again. a lot at stake. Yeah, for for both of you, you know. Yeah,
0: and uh, you make a bad hire. Yeah, I mean,
1: well, that's one way you can figure that out is what kind of person that you know are you hiring. I will tell you, another you know, part of that is when you think about hiring. Well, is you've got a social media stalk the heck out of them.
0: You're uh, dang Skippy.
1: I mean, I'm talking about like go and dig deep and pay attention and look for other people's posts and uh, just get on there. Check it out because uh, it reveals a lot. And so um, for me personally, um, I really am only wanting to invest in. There's my ring doorbell again. I thought I muted it, guys. I'm sorry. I don't know why it's still doing that. Dang it. Was it loud? Did you hear it ring?
0: It sounds like Tinkerbell every time.
1: It does Tinkerbell's awesome. So that's cool with me. Um, so please don't mark that and use that later. Uh totally using that later. Yeah. Uh so uh here here's another thing for me though, with that hiring well. Tell me how you feel about this. Needs to be called or open to a calling in ministry. So in other words, are you willing to hire somebody as your student ministry intern that really is pretty much like, yeah, I kind of know I'm not really going to do youth ministry, but I just need a job for the summer?
0: Yeah. um, It depends on your context, I think. Uh, I think ideally you'd want that. But I think depending on what they're doing for you, and what that looks like. Cause I think a lot may come in and say, they're not sure. I mean, I guess open to calling is, is there is good there. Um, so maybe in a small, like, like I'll give an example, like the very first church that I served in, I had a student who had graduated like a couple of years. He was graduated out of the ministry. It's very small church. Wasn't really a college ministry per se. Um, rock solid dude i mean just amazing love the lord faithful to that but was never going to do ministry he was a he was a good teacher like the lord had really given him some gifts in teaching and uh he was kind of wise beyond his years in a lot of ways <laughs> um but he was an IT guy and that's what he was going to do and um and that's actually it that's been what 20 15 16 17, 18 years and he, that's what he does Um, but he was also, he loved a local church and he loved serving in the church. And so for him, it gave him an avenue to be able to grow in some of those things, gifts and callings outside of like a vocational sense. Um, and he was, he was a phenomenal intern for me.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I think in that situation like that, you know, there are definitely, there's definitely room to make exceptions. So I'm not saying that here's all I'm really saying that I think it's worth at least having a conversation about it. Oh, sure. Like, I feel like that needs to be part of the deal, you know, like you ought to at least be willing to say, okay, well, you're wanting to be my intern. Is it because you were, you came through our youth ministry and you think summers are amazing here and they just <laughs> are a whole lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because dude, that, that could bite you in the butt because all of a sudden you've got this kid coming in and they just think, oh man, it's so much fun. It's the best. And you say, hey, we need you to go clean the cooler. Yeah. Wait, what? You know? Um, so, so yeah, I mean, that's just super, um, super important, I think, to have at least that conversation. No, I think so. Uh, I think so. Yeah. So I, I think um, it's
0: just, I think what's important there is that you have clear expectations from both. Like they understand what you're expecting and demanding of them. And a lot of that is driven from calling. And, and at the same time you understand and expect what you're getting from them and that, that those things are going to align. Like in that case, this guy's name was Patrick. I knew what I was getting in Patrick, you know? I mean, I knew Patrick. Um,
1: Yeah.
0: And that was enough that that's enough in that context. That's what we needed in that. Now, Patrick, went on to be he worked with students he was a lay leader in the youth ministry uh later and taught sunday school and you know did his thing man and still is as far as i know um but there were there were some clear expectations off the front and that conversation you know was had so i agree
1: yeah huge um okay so let's say you've hired somebody though and now you're digging in and you you know you're you're going back flipping that switch back you're probably kind of doing all this a little bit out of order here but um, we talked about leading and planning and implementing an event. We talked about like uh, teaching and, and hiring well, the importance of that. But it, w- one big thing as far as like, what do you do with an intern? And I feel like, Jody, you've asked this question before, you know, like there are times where you've just said to me, like, you yeah, have got one, but I don't always necessarily know what to do with them, Yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. And And I think that's fair. And honestly, for me, there are moments, you know, like that as well. But here's what I will say that I think is a little bit, of the answer to that is, um, you've got to, you've got to stay organized. You've got to be organized in order to function with an intern. Meaning this, um, you've got to be willing to plan events in advance, and you've got to be able then to assign certain things. Now, here's the deal. If you're not organized, an intern is going to be really hard for you yeah sure so if you're just kind of flying by the seat of pants if you don't really know what your week up this upcoming week's looking like as far as getting ready for this or that and you don't really know what you're gonna you know you've got camp coming up this summer and you know you need to do some things for camp but you don't really know you don't really have a plan planned out as far as what you're going to do when and all that um and you're just playing you're flying by the seat of pants you're gonna, you're gonna have a hard time with an intern because you're not going to know what's to assigned to them. Whereas if you list out everything, here's all the things. Well, then you go, well, you know what? These are some things you look at that list and then you go, oh, well, these are some things I can have my intern help out with. Yeah. These are these are some fair things, you know. Um, and and, and that that's part of the deal. I think if you're gonna have an intern, you've just got to be able to list things out and then assign things where needed. Um, and it's okay that you guys aren't together all, gosh, that would drive me bonkers for what it's worth, uh, to just have my intern around me the entire summer, hanging out in my office all the time. Like I love interns and I love people and I love pointing the people, but there are also moments where I'm like, uh, yeah, dude, we both, we don't need to both go do the cooler. Um, we, one of us can and one of us can't, you know? So, um, So I think just planning that stuff out. But then on top of that, going, hey, I've got this resource. Can I assign the intern to go do some things like, hey, every Tuesday afternoon in the summer, I want you to try to carve out and do some kind of hangout time with students. Yeah. So you're creating an actual goal slash task for your intern. Hey, man, every Tuesday afternoon or every Tuesday at lunch, I want you to plan on being – at a fast food place where all, where our kids know, Hey, so so, and maybe you go as well. Uh, again, just to hang out. Uh, but you can make those, those type of assignments.
0: Yeah. I think you have to have a, um, I agree. You have to have a plan ahead of time. And I think too, you've got to know kind of going back to that hiring thing. You got to know your, your intern strengths. And so, you know, you may have one intern that's highly relational, And you have another that's less relational but really organized. They're a planner. And so being able to leverage them in that plan to their strengths will make everybody's life a whole lot easier. Um, And so even even as you're hiring or as you're kind of divvying those responsibilities out, um, it's not that you don't ever give them things that are outside of their strengths. But if you can have them serving in that, I think that's helpful too. Like right now, my intern right now is super relational and really artistic and like does a lot of video f- photo stuff. So that's amazing. You know, that's amazing. So I want to, I want to leverage him in that, uh, but I want to push him beyond his comfort zone as well. But if I don't give him a plan, yeah, he's not going to do much at this point because he doesn't know what to do. Yeah, so.
1: yeah no doubt. And we shouldn't expect that. No, we We wouldn't have known yeah no way yeah so but but yeah you know, but here's here's all i'm saying it almost if you're going to have an intern you've got to take the time to plan out how you're going to you got to sit down with a sheet of paper and brainstorm what you're going to do yeah with yep um if you're expecting just to go oh i'm going to hire an into intern a you know 18 year old or 19 year old and they're going to come in and make my life so much easier but yet they have no idea how to actually help make your life easier you've got to tell yeah. them i mean it's just you just got to. So, yeah. Okay. So, if you made it to this point in the show, though, and you're going, okay, big church guys with your big money and you got all kinds of, you know, ability to hire interns, and I am struggling. I'm in a place and I can't afford. And there, there's just no way for me to afford to have an intern. Well, I've been there, done that, and lived that. Um, and as a result of that, uh, and as a result of having been an intern and knowing the value of that, uh, I just, created a little program we called them volunteer interns um yeah
0: well as you say <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't i haven't
1: always paid my interns i haven't always been able to yeah no 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 and and uh honestly you know uh there was a time where i would have done this as well and i probably really kind of was an intern i just didn't get a title or whatever but um so so at my church back in texas man when i was there i finally. I just had enough busy work that I thought, man, if I just had some kids, if I had some people to help, you know, with some of these details, um, number one, it would be helpful to me. But number two, it also keeps students around during the summer, which I love hanging out with students and I love investing in students. So it's like a win-win, you know. So we just started a deal where I said, hey, I think and I think it honestly, it's been a little while since I've done it. And so some of the details Are a little fuzzy in my mind, but I'm pretty sure it was like juniors and seniors. You know, you got to be a completed junior or senior. And uh, so older high school students. And we actually had a little application. Again, this thing is, it's been 14 years, so I can't really pull that up. You'd have to make one up. But uh, where you just say, hey, if you want to do this, number one, here are the expectations. I'm going to get you, I'm going to need you to be willing to come in 10 hours a week as a volunteer. And of course be here on Sundays and attend church camp or whatever, um, and be here on Wednesday nights. And so, uh, and then that's part of the application as far as kind of letting them know what the expectation is. But in that application also though, you're, you're asking some very pointed questions about, Hey, what do you hope to get out of the summer? And why do you want to do this? And have you thought about ministry before? And, you know, you just go through that. And so the beautiful thing is if you get a handful of kids that are willing and their parents are on board with this, um, your commitment to them is that you're going to take them through process of how to do youth ministry. Number one. Uh, but you're also going to, uh, disciple them during the summer. Maybe that could be through like reading a book together or doing a Bible study together, but you're going to take them through process. And then, um, if you can, a real huge bonus is to at least cover their cost on youth trips. So a bonus would be say, okay, well, you're volunteering. I'm not actually paying you to be my intern for the summer because we just don't have the money. But I'm going to invest my time in you and I'm going to help disciple you. But on top of that, uh, when we do go to youth camp, we're going to scholarship you for going to youth camp. But uh, it just has a little bit of gift. And that helps their parents, I think, justify the time you know as far as them dropping their kid off and picking their kid up and all those things that go along with that um it's all about how you present this and it's all about you know just being specific with the details as far as we're going to have three i can't say yes to everybody um me and a couple youth workers are going to make the decision we're going to pray through this love y'all uh maybe saying something to know hey sorry it's not going to work out Uh, But I've had as many as like four or six hanging out uh, throughout the summer. And it's beautiful, man, because I mean, dude, there's so much help. I mean, you just, there are just certain things, you know, for like camp or different things that have to be done that it would really help to know that, hey, this afternoon at two o'clock, I've got four kids showing up and I'm going to ask them to sit down there at that table and cut out name tags. You know, or whatever, um, and boom. You know, so so that's an idea. Just just work towards volunteers. Uh, I would say, you know, we're we're a little late in the game if you're thinking about for the summer. Um, yeah. But
0: I think but depending on
1: that, you might can approach too. somebody maybe individually. Maybe you're maybe you're listening in. Yeah.
0: August, or you just found the podcast and you're listening to this episode, but it's in November.
1: Yeah, and I get that part of the podcast world. I mean, like, there's no tell when you listen to maybe you're it. in I'm the future. About those that might be listening to on time. Yeah, yeah. So, but if you happen to be listening to this in real time, as far yeah. as like when we're it's, launching it's and everything, yeah, we're what right I'm right. saying. So, but
0: I think something you could yeah, do man, that could, on a on a limited scale, even throughout the school year. But you'd you'd have to really scale oh, that. Sure.
1: Back up. Especially. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just saying where you can, you know, provide perks for yeah, those kids. Sure. You know, and be careful not to allow to be clickish or allow yourself to get a reputation. Uh, Be cautious there. You only hang out with the interns, the volunteer chosen ones. You got to be careful about that kind of stuff. Uh, But in the midst of that, also, you know, um, it's just a real win there, you know, for you to. So just create, create some volunteers, and don't you know? I would say with a volunteer, be a little bit more cautious about only letting them clean out closets or only letting them empty coolers allow them to experience the fun as well um that's just a huge part of that you know um now my interns do they can do everything yeah i mean just part of the deal so um agreed so yeah man it's good beautiful so uh we did ask some questions on facebook jody what's Uh, what's left that we haven't talked through? through I just, I'm pulling up the old Facebook group, the longer hall youth ministry podcast group would love for you to join if you're listening. Uh, but, uh, first, uh, Jody responded. <laughs> you're <such a> <laughs> like I posted the, I, I posted the yeah, and you're first one to respond. I'm like, Jody, stop, man. Somebody so had to go we first. Did, we talked about interns for free. Yeah. Somebody had to go first. Um, uh, my buddy, Lee Decker, uh, talked about, um, purpose of an intern. And we talked about that a little bit. And,
0: yeah, I would say like just to be clear on the purpose thing. So you're you are benefiting from the intern because they're helping, and they're freeing you up to be able to focus yeah. on other things. But the other side of that is that sure. you're pouring in and discipling and growing and training. It's kind of a both end. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. No doubt. Um. Yeah. I mean, that's. Yeah, I mean, the purpose of an intern is one. It just, I mean, it helps with all the busy work, but it also. It really—it's an yeah, apprenticeship in a fun. lot of ways too. That being a think about it. Um, so that that part's really good. Um, uh, Benjamin Price asked how to start an internship, and so we talked a little bit about that. Um, but I do think, uh, and and, and Danny Myers asks a question that goes along with that, where he says how to convince leadership mm-hmm. you need an intern. Um, which I think is a great question, and I and I honestly. Don't know that I've had to work hard at that part. Um, thinking off my head here though is that if I'm at a church that's never had interns before, um, number one is I would come up with budget and I would think about that. but I would also need to I think it would be super important to spell out very clearly why there is a need for that. Um, but then also how it benefits the church to have someone but then also to cast that vision about how you're investing in yeah, others. I think that as that's well.
0: that's what you you're going to have to do so, that through some vision uh, more than yeah a really cast a vision, vision for important. what that looks like. And if you're in a smaller yeah. church no uh, it may not be a youth ministry intern. Maybe it's just a ministry intern and you've got one person that is kind of doing an underneath several things. We we've I've been in situations where that's been the case as well. So, you know, maybe they're working with the worship pastor, some they're working with the student pastor, they're working with the children's pastor, they're working with the senior pastor. So you just whatever yeah, yeah. your context looks like, you've gotta you gotta be clear on that, but you've got to cast some vision there.
1: Yeah, it's good. Danny also just mentioned how to invest in interns, and I yeah. feel like we talked a little bit about that, but but I do think it is just keep it Danny, I think it's a great question in the sense that It's important to ask yourself, how can I pour into these folks? And you need to have a plan because if you don't have a plan, you will end up ending your summer or time with that intern having failed because you just never got around to doing. So even to the point of saying, hey, interns, we're going to have a meeting every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m., where we read through this book together or where, or every, you know, Monday morning we're going to meet and we're going to talk about the week and what I hope you will do this week or, you know, yeah. I think and have an right.
0: agenda when you get to those meetings,
1: please, <clears throat> you know, but I oh, think yeah. you gotta have a plan. Dude, have, a, have an agenda every time you please. go to any meeting, good night. Nobody wants to. Get, yeah. So, um, so yeah, man, it's good, but do it. I, I, I think it's worth it. I do. I really do. I think it's worth figuring out how to invest. Um, and I just know a lot of folks that have been interns yeah. that seem to be better as a result of that. Um, they seem to, you know, there are different paths. Jody, you took a different path. I mean, you just jumped in and did it. Uh, guy I worked with, he took a similar path. He wasn't really an intern. I think he did one internship, but mostly he just got in there, and did it. And that's one way to go. Um, but there are a lot of folks, man. They just need somebody to kind of help them in those early stages. And the beautiful thing is, man. So I've got just this list of amazing people that I'm so thankful that yeah. they were interns for me at some point. And um, and as a result of what they did, you know, number uh, f- one, they in- they impacted the kingdom while they were serving as interns. But then many of them went on to serve, and many of them are still serving and, and just doing great, you know, great work out there. And, and, uh, let me just something I was just thinking about. One thing of caution that I will, that I will
0: throw out to, for us to be careful with, with our interns is as you are pouring in and investing into your interns. And I, maybe I don't really know how to say what I'm about to say. So if this doesn't make sense, I'll try to rephrase it, but actually let me come at it from this way. One of the things that I see a lot in, um, young youth pastors who maybe have interned is that they interned in a church that's probably a little larger maybe than the one they end up serving in. And they kind of come into the ministry as like the youth pastor um, with the expectation that things are always done the way they did it as an intern or that the context and the polity of the church should be kind of this idealistic way that they learned as an intern. So I think we have to be careful that we're we're allowing our interns to serve, learn, understand the church on a broader scale, like we've talked about, but also to understand that okay, the the principles carry, but the specifics may look different. Um, because if what I hate seeing so many times is like people who are really good interns ending up just kind of fizzling out in ministry because they walked in with kind of this unrealistic expectation or or they're frustrated because things aren't working like it did, or at least they thought it did um, as an intern. Um, and so I think we have to be a little mindful to kind of help them understand on a broader scale, maybe um, what ministry looks like outside of the current context. If that makes, I don't know if that makes any sense.
1: No, I think that's huge, Jody. I mean, I I think, um, and you could even step back from what you just said, even a little bit bigger, and and, and think about people in ministry. Period. That decide they're called to ministry, uh, and because of an experience they have or that they're involved in, and they start doing ministry, and then all of a sudden, before you know it, they start they get out there on their own, and they go, "Man, this is nothing yeah. like I thought it was going to be." And because they have not really experienced, you know, different settings. And so, um, so yeah, matter of fact, I'll I'll be honest with you, there've been some guys, some people that I felt strongly that they were called to ministry and felt like they were going to be amazing and also felt like the biggest damage I could do to them is hire them as my intern instead of kicking them in the butt and saying, no go get a different experience. Go do something. You grew up at, you grew up here at this church. All you've known is this. You've been super involved in this, but it ain't like this everywhere. Other churches have different experiences. So you need to go do something different. You need to go out and just get a different vibe because it will help you to, to experience longevity. Um, because man, so yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I think that's, uh, super important because it's just it's different everywhere you know so it's good
0: yeah so uh, if you have other questions about this or maybe something we didn't answer fully or didn't make sense uh, you can go join the podcast Facebook group and ask your question over there that's probably the best way at this point and um, we can answer there you can always email Chris he loves that Um, but head over to the show notes page check out all that we'll have Uh, the the links here that we mentioned to a few of those tools early on and uh, and some other things that we've talked about the wrap up here so that is at the dot com slash episode zero six zero also make sure you subscribe to the show so that you can hear all of our ranting every week and uh yeah that's a good episode man i think it's helpful
1: yeah i mean if if you're hiring interns it's good so we should have a podcast intern <laughs> That's what we need to do to <laughs> yeah.
0: We can't pay them, yeah. but
1: yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. So cool.
0: All right. Well, I think that'll wrap it
1: up for today. Unless you got something else. You good? No, man. Got a couple great uh great things coming up in the future, man. Pac, uh just to give you kind of an idea of where we're headed. Um we've got uh at some point in the near future we're gonna interview Chad Poe uh about uh speaking. He's a traveling speaker. Type person that works with youth ministry folks all the time. And uh, we're going to, we've got a really cool episode coming up on uh, special needs situations in youth ministry. That's going to be fabulous, I believe. Yeah, Um, I'm excited about that. Yep. So, um, and I think it's, I don't think it's premature to say this, but we have gotten a confirmation. Uh, Clay Scroggins who wrote uh, how to lead when you're not in charge. We're in the process of scheduling so we don't know exactly when that's gonna happen, but we've gotten a definite yes so we're looking forward to hearing the near future interviewing him. He's pretty freaking awesome so that's amazing um, So yeah man got some cool stuff coming up and uh, but if there's other folks you wouldn't that you would recommend us interviewing again, podcast group, Facebook group. Be a great place to throw out some ideas saying, hey, we'd love to hear from Sosa. So so good times. Yeah. But thanks, man. It's been good. Yeah.
0: So that'll do it for us today. We will uh, see you in the next episode.
1: Thanks for listening to the Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast at www.thelongerhall.com.